sorry. I started this episode and then I did the classic thing of stopping the recording. But this time, not because I didn't like what I was recording. It was, I was getting a text from somebody and then I was like, I can just answer this text while I'm doing the show. But you know what, though? Similar to the conundrum or the concept of what would happen if I was getting a blowjob during the episode. Not the same thing, but like getting responding to a text while you're trying to podcast, probably around the same difficulty level. Again, like if you're invested in the blowjob, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So long story short, I started the episode again and I'm really going to try not to text. I'm not going to try to, I'm going to try to stay off my phone. You know what? It's like when you're driving and you pass a sign that says it can wait. There's going to be a text stop up the way. And you're like, they're right. I'm, I don't have to text right now. I should just drive. Well, I'm going to just drive this podcast. Okay. That's what I'm going to plan to do. So thank you so much for joining us, joining the podcast today. It's great to be here. Um, I'm having a pretty good day. Uh, this weekend is Starable New York City Festival. Grading Animals is going to be screening at the festival at 10.30 in the morning on Saturday with the short film Chiqui and a short film called Cam Girlfriend. Um, and Chiqui, or Chiqui, I don't know how to say it. But I do know that the guy who made it is from Long Island, and he also is Hispanic, as I am. No, he's more Hispanic than I am. He's fully Hispanic. I am half Hispanic. But he, his his movie is got into fucking Sundance. His movie got into all these festivals. Like the guy, he got into Catalyst. He got into fucking good festivals. He's crushing it. He won the award at Starable. Uh, I didn't win an award at Starable. I was in Starable, uh, L.A. Didn't win anything. But um, so I'm just saying that I'm screening with like one of the best movies out there right now, which is fucking awesome. And I'm super psyched about it. And then there's another movie that's screening there with uh, see great. See, listen to this fucking lineup. It's Grading Animals and Chiqui. Actually, I might be in the middle. I might be second. I might. I think it's this movie called Cam Girlfriend, uh, which sound which on paper sounds like a good idea. Having a Cam girlfriend, a girlfriend that you only know through Cam. You only know the girl through going on a Cam site and jerking off to her, and then putting your credit card in there and paying her money, and that's your girlfriend. <laughs> That's called that's a movie called Cam Girlfriend. <laughs> yes, there's a movie called Cam Girlfriend, which on paper sounds like a great idea. Um just it's like mixing up it's like taking it's like instead of having a girlfriend, it's just going to a cam site and paying a girl who is like has a dildo out and is less like like thoughtlessly like mushing the dildo into her completely dry vagina while she's looking at a screen off screen 
and she's she's and she's reading off like 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 oh horror thirteen oh forty one oh it's so this is so hot hot she's like also also texting while right and that's your girlfriend but you and like your your horror thirty oh forty eight and you think that that's your girlfriend that's what that first movie's about and then grading at so but listen that might be it might be a very funny movie it might be pretty good uh, i think it's probably going to be pretty good because they put it with chiqui and mine so i mean my here i am my ego thinking i'm good my show's good i know grading animals is good um and this guy's shit is so much better than mine this guy chiqui who made it right it's like Obviously, it's better than mine. It got into all these big ass festivals. I I tried to go into Catalyst. I didn't get into it. Um, it was also in Duluth, which was which I, I did go to the Minnesota Web Fest in Duluth, and you guys know how that turned out. If you listen to that episode, where I was totally fucking depressed, uh, depressed. Um, what do you call? So, anyways. So that's going to be on Saturday. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, but I've been having a good day. I've been having a pretty good day. I taught. I went to my school and I taught. By the way, today is Monday the 24th. We are, we are um, seven days out from Halloween, the spookiest day of the year. The day when... Um, you know, all types of stuff happens, like scarecrows and um, every sort of thing. I don't know. Every sort of spooky type of thing that could happen will happen. Halloween. You know what, dude? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm actually... This is, this is me going against... Um, no, you know what? I was about to... Listen, I was about to pause the podcast and text this person. But you know what? I'm not gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna be like, you know, it's like when you're texting somebody and then you just stop talking to them, and uh, then they're like still talking to you, and they're still texting like paragraphs of shit, and you're like, I should say something, right? I should I should acknowledge. Uh, and then they're just like probably thinking like, what the fuck? Like I I just wrote a whole novel. Dude's not even writing back. Well, that's the situation that's happening in this very moment right now. Um, but it's almost like a paradox. Not a paradox. It's almost like a dimensional, like when there's a wormhole. Because like in your own lives, maybe somebody's texting you right now. And like, you understand what I'm saying? As I talk to you, the people who will only hear this at a, at a later date, the tension that is building up between myself and this person who's texting me it's like a like a ball like a big balloon of tension is expanding expanding as we are 7 days out of of uh, halloween but only 5 days out of Sterable new york city festival um so you know what i'm going to do i am going to pause and i am going but i'm telling you about it now i'm going to tell you that i'm pausing and and I'm going to go and just tell this person that I'm doing the podcast right now. So, uh, yeah. And then you could also pause the podcast and and, te- and if somebody's texting you, you could 
you know, respond to them. And it turned out that the person who was texting me was just like figured that I was doing something else and was just like, yo, I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so it all worked out. And that's good because I didn't lose my train of thought. My main worry in texting so in texting while also trying to record the podcast is that my mind will be elsewhere and I won't give you a good, uh, like a great, you know, usually I give you guys a great podcast. I mean, I just, you know, it's probably, it probably would be a better podcast if 35% of it wasn't me saying, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, right? But despite that, I think I still really come correct when it comes to uh, recording a show. And if I'm, if I'm distracted, like if I'm distracted, like if I was doing the podcast, but also like, let's say getting a blow job where I'd be in probably more invested in that experience. And to a lesser extent, if I was just texting somebody the whole entire show, trying to think of something funny to say in the text, and then also trying to, you know, talk to you guys and maybe like try to do Spencer Fullerton Baird's voice or something like that. It seems like I would be spread too thin. So um, I didn't ask for suggestions this week. Um, And because of that, I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the news and just make an old school news episode because I think the headlines are pretty good and I think I have a lot of stuff that I could say about the news because I'm a real what you call well-informed type of guy. So without further ado, all right, uh, today, Monday 24th of the October, it is October, Monday the 24th. All right. And it turns out the Britain's prime minister, Britain, okay, Britain got a new prime minister. Did you guys know about this? What happened was Britain um, is England, okay? Britain is, it has a different flag. So it's like, you know, everyone talks like Spencer Fulton Baird. Half the people talk like Spencer Fulton Baird and the the other half of people talk like this, right? So then you have to wonder which one, which one of those people says it was was more um with the old posh talking, right? That's what they say in in England. So they have two types of voices in England. They have the guy who talks like this, right? And then oh well, what we was talking about going right, and then the other guy he talks like this. He's sort of like this guy, and there's probably a couple other guys. There's another guy who sounds like almost completely Irish. But anyway, that's England for you. Okay. That's if you didn't know, that's that's England for you. But more recently, um, England tried to do uh, the most biter move of all time. So England, they they're just biters now. And in 2016, they were trying to bite off of uh being Trump style. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few years ago, like two years ago or something like that, there was a guy who was named Daryl Trump. Oh, my God. I, You know, this is the thing. I wish. I wish that I could 
say something like that? Like, how cool would it be if I was like, uh, the guy, the president formerly known as Daryl Trump. First of all, Daryl Trump. If the world wasn't so inundated with stupid Trump shit, if I was to do stupid Trump shit, it would be like mostly like Daryl Trump uh, tweet. He subtweeted today. He tweeted from a nuclear submarine. That's called subtweet. I know. Listen, I've never been good at doing political humor, but hear me out. So, but the truth is, is that Britain are fucking biters and they tried to bite off of being Trump style. Okay. And um, the thing about it is when they did that, they did a thing called the Brexit, um, which is the British exit. Which is like what, and I when I heard that, um, of course I thought it was like the Irish goodbye, like, um, it's like the Irish goodbye allegedly is like when you leave a party before any, like you don't even say anything, right? Which sounds like oh that's that's so Irish of you. That's the Irish goodbye. I thought the Irish goodbye would be like you like accidentally urinated on the person's rug. Uh, threw your pants on the rug, face down, drunk, obviously. Because, you know, if we can't do a stereotype of that uh, Irish person is a drunkard, right, then where, then where really are we at? Um, because, listen, and anybody who comes after me because of saying such disparaging remarks about Irish goodbye being like r- rolling a, a drunken almost corpse-like body down down your stairs because they've vomited they've vomited face down on like and and knocked over like a I don't know a, like a dresser or some some family heirloom and like it's all shattered all over the floor and then they tried to get up and they they knocked the flat screen TV over onto the baby's head now the hot and because because of drunkenness though because of drunkenness and you wanted this guy and they wouldn't leave right for the house the that that was the the Irish goodbye that's actually a cool I think that should be the Irish guy goodbye and now the Brit the British exit is not like that it's not like well what do you mean I go leave now he's like well I'm, I gotta go so I'll see you I'll see you back later you know something like that that's not the Brit not that's not a Brexit nor nor is a Brexit is that uh, okay uh, it's, it's been very good uh, thank you so much for inviting me I'm I'm good to go right now that could be also a Brexit but no a Brexit is just Brit- British people biting off of England no B- British people sorry I don't really know listen Again, I'm trying to just make this shit off the top of my head. So Brexit was when British people copied Trump people in America and were like, we're going to leave, we're going to secede from the European Union. And at this point, I, this is where I'm going to show my cards. And I don't know what the European Union is. I've been to England and I've been around Europe a bunch of times. I know they use the euro there. Uh, but I also went... And I heard there was this thing called the pound. And the pound is like, it was like $4. Like, it's like $4 is every one pound or something like that. Or like $16 is each is equivalent to a pound. I don't know. It's like 
the pound, what I do know is like it's a lot of money. The pound, one pound equals sixteen dollars or something like that. So, but what happened was they because the because English people were such biters and they wanted to be Trump style, they were like, we're gonna secede. Like the British people actually, when they did this, they tried to affect southern accents. So they were like, um, so so so, uh, they end. They end up sounding Australian. So they they end up sounding Australian. I don't know. I'm sorry. This is actually stupid. So anyway, um, what happened was they left England. They left. They left the European Union, and then they, the they got this lady named Trucks or something like that. Her name was like, tr- like Trussrod. Her name was like Trussrod, and she made up a bunch of conservative things, ideas. And anyway, now the British pound is like worth only like 75 cents to the dollar. Okay. Long story short, they screwed up because they should not have like copied off of Trump style because now the, the British, the great British pound is only worth like one sixteenth of what it used to be. Um, so now they ended up getting rid of that dumb bitch who come up with all that stupid shit. Um, and now they got this other guy who is, uh, he's an Indian guy. His name is Rishi Sundak. And I do not know if it's uh, like a diversity hire. It possibly could be. That's like kind of how things are going. But there's a picture of him, and it seems like he wears a nice suit. He's thin. He's got a good head of hair. And, you know, maybe he can turn things around and, like, get that that get that get sterling pound back up to, like, you know, back up to the back in its weight class. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that was a very stupid uh, story. I, I told it badly. I am apologizing about that. Um, and listen, the next news story I do, I promise to actually click on the link and read it a little bit before instead of just looking at the picture of it and making up the whole thing. Because I'm pretty sure I got some of that wrong. Okay. Next story... St. Louis, don't know if you heard about it, but the somebody got killed. Somebody shot up a school. And I work in a school, so I don't want I don't want to be working in a school when somebody's going to get shot up. That's that's my take. All right. So in St. Louis, there was a shooting. And now what I don't what I don't understand, oh, it's a 19-year-old former student who shot up the school. What a dickhead. Here's the thing, everybody. I work in a high school. And as you know, I work in a high school for um kids with emotional disturbances, right? But even though like that sounds uh pretty like scary, most of the kids are not like they're they're the emotion emotionally disturbed going the other way like they're like they're like getting too bullied or like they're like a, they're like sad it's not like they're little Hannibal Lecters you know 
I don't think I would work. Listen, truth be told, if if I worked at a school with a bunch of little Hannibal Lecters, I don't think I would last. First of all, a little Hannibal Lecter doesn't want to learn art. You think a little Hannibal Lecter wants to like draw well? That Hannibal Lecter, that little Hannibal Lecter would be stabbing me in the eye with a pencil. I'd be on the fucking news right now. Art teacher, promising art teacher who had a web series that was relatively unknown but had a niche following during COVID was stabbed repeatedly in the eye and temple by Lil Hannibal Lecter as he was fondly referred to as his friends, from his friends. Um, so, but no, I'm happy to report that I don't work with a bunch of Lil Hannibal Lecters. Uh, and they're not. They're they're sweet kids and they're nice. They're nice, sweet kids, most of them. There are a couple kids who every day I hope the bus they're riding on explodes in a fiery, in a fiery hell. But that's only a couple. That's only a couple of kids. Um, the rest of them I love dearly, and I and I, uh, you know, I'm happy to give um, my best to. But then there are a couple who I often wish that I could take an entire desk and smash it down upon them until they until they're flattened like a pancake until their whole bodies are just flattened like a pancake underneath this is something i often think about but i would never act upon it because it is they not i who have the emotional disturbance i on the other hand am of sound mind and body when i fantasize about crushing them under a marble desk until they are flat like a pancake. But getting back to the story. So at St. Louis Public Schools, there was a 19-year-old who um, came in, came into the school. He came in, he probably, probably, uh, you know, the security guard was like, hey, long time no see. And then, but unfortunately... He had to fucking come in here and shoot up the school. Again, like a fucking biter. Like real, real Brexit style. Just biting. Because it's, why do people still do this shit? Why do people still go and shoot up a school? It's the most already been done a million times thing. Like, it's not like tomorrow if there's a school shooting, somebody's going to be like, Oh, wow. That was, did you hear about that school shooting? Oh, my God. That was so amazing. Like, that was like the most revolutionary act. That was, what an activist. He shot up his school. Now I understand that schools suck. Now I get it. He was protesting the fact that school is boring and sucks. And he did it by murdering innocent kids who just were like going to, violin lessons happy to like get out of algebra and go to like a violin lesson from the music teacher and instead gets killed or like a kid who was like working on their spirit week poster with 
with you know markers from Michael's from Michael's craft store. Not even good markers like Arteza bullshit generic ass markers, but putting their whole ninth grade soul into it, thinking, you know what? I'm excited about just doing a project for the teacher I like. You know, real simple kid shit. And this 19-year-old ne'er-do-well has to come and kill everybody like a real asshole. Well, let me tell you something, everybody. Let me be the first to say that I don't think shooting up a high school is in any way cool or nice or fun. And I don't think that it proves anything. Like maybe this guy, maybe this 19-year-old who um, who actually did get killed by the police, which is cool. A lot of people say the police are bad and they kill too, too many innocent people. And I agree. I think that they do kill too many innocent people. But you know what? Sometimes they do kill a bad guy. Like they killed this kid. And that is something... I, you know what? Had the police killed this kid before he even got to the school accidentally? As Because you've heard about the police, how they just kill everybody. Like, they'll just kill a guy for nothing, right? You've heard about this? Now, but riddle me this. What if this those same police officers do all that crazy shit, right? They kill all these people for no reason. What if they killed this kid for no reason? But what we didn't know, like today would have been a day where like a 19-year-old kid brutally shot to death by the police. But it's like a Twilight Zone because now the news story would have been about that and not about that this fucking 19-year-old kid killed three girls and four boys? Oh, no, he didn't kill them. He injured them with gun bullets, which is not good. Do you think... Would you like to be have a non-life-threatening injury of a gun bullet? Do you think that's good? Even if it's non-life-threatening gun bullet violence, do you think that you think you'd rather do you are you happier without a gun bullet wound or are you happier with a gun bullet wound? Have you ever thought about okay, like have you ever done one of these things where it's like would you rather like have you ever thought would you rather um, get stabbed with a knife or would you rather have a non... Both of these things would be non-life-threatening. You can get sliced, quickly sliced in the arm on your... Oh, Jesus Christ, on your bicep muscle. I don't know if you guys have any injuries on your bicep muscle. I, I, am, I don't want to get injured anywhere. But for some reason, like I'm afraid like there's an important vein inside of my bicep muscle and I'm terrified that it would get sliced. So I don't like that idea. Even as I think of it now, I shudder. I shudder a little bit thinking of my bicep muscle getting sliced in this hypothetical situation. But would you rather get your bicep muscle sliced or, and you're not going to die, like you'd be able to go, now here's a problem. If you don't have health insurance, then you got to like so it costs a fortune to get this shit like wrapped up or whatever. And I don't know, like it's, it, uh, it's really, it seems more trouble than it's worth. But would you rather have 
your bicep muscle sliced by a knife. And the knife the knife has COVID on it. But I don't know if it transmits that way. Um, or you have a non-threatening bullet wound. Not also in maybe in your bicep. Oh shit. Yeah, also in your bicep. That's because it then it's control. Control subject. Control is scientifically, it has to be in the bicep because it's the control subject. Because the bicep is what is we're using as a control the bicep. So would you rather do that? Probably not, right? You probably wouldn't rather do that. And then it just goes to show that so you think these so you think these three girls and four boys who all have gunshot wounds into their biceps, you think they're doing so great, you fucking dickhead. They're not doing great. They're not having a good day. And even though their life is not threatened, you know what is threatened? Their mental health from getting a bullet wound. Because once you get a bullet wound, you don't forget it. It's not like you wake up the next day and be like, yo, what did I do yesterday? You ever have that happen? You ever have a very good day and the next day you're like, what happened? What did I even do yesterday? Well, one thing you won't forget soon is getting a bullet wound from a, from a, a 19-year-old ne'er-do-well. So I've given this story enough time. I don't like it. I don't like this guy. And I honestly wish my solution is just have the police kill the kid before he shoots anybody. But anyways, okay. Let's talk about the real elephant in the room. Um, the, well, everybody's talking about it. Everyone is talking about it. And it is about Kanye West. Okay. Kanye West, all of a sudden, he hates Jews. Um, yup. The Kanye West, the people who, the people who, um, who are Kanye West. All right. So I gotta say, I'm really not that into Kanye West, but not because he hates Jews. I never really liked his music. I mean, even. Uh, that one song that he had in 2008, which was, I think, the only year that he ever did a good song, um, Kanye West. People have been saying that he's good. He's really good at music. But I'll tell you what he what he was actually good at. He was good in making the H to the Izzo, O to the Izze, the sound part, which is called the instrumental. I don't know if you guys ever heard of uh, Jay-Z. But he was one of the best rappers of all time. Uh, he was very good. Many years ago, he was probably considered, he was probably in the running many years ago for the GOAT. At one time, at one time, uh, at least he was the king of New York for rapping after the untimely passing of Biggie Smalls, who Jay-Z did have murdered. But Jay-Z... Um, he didn't make his own beats. He often relied on other beat makers, like a guy named Swiss Beats, who was named actually Swiss Beats was a guy who was named after Swiss cheese, but also Beats headphones. Dr. Dre's Beats headphones and Swiss Beats enjoyed Swiss cheese. 
Um, he also used a another guy named Neptunes, aka Pharrell. The Neptunes were uh they were a guy who only had they only like to use like this one guitar chord that goes like and if you ever listen to the Neptunes, that's the only guitar part they know. Um but Jay-Z used a third beat-making guy, actually a fourth. He, the third beat-making guy that Jay-Z used was a guy named Timberland. And he was actually, he did all of his, be- his beats while wearing Timberland-style boots, which I don't find comfortable. I used to have a pair of Timberlands, and they're not good walking shoes. I think in general, boots are bad for your arches. And I wondered if the people who wore Timberland's boots, if they were doing it because uh, they worked in construction, which makes sense, or if they were doing it for fashion, which makes them biters. And maybe biters is the common theme of today's episode. Because... um. Jay-Z, of course, used, he used Timbaland, he used Swiss Beats, he used the Neptunes, but he also used a man by the name of Kyan Wayne, a.k.a. Kanye West, and he, his most famous song of all time, H to the Izzo, V to the Ize, was the, the beat part was actually part of the Jackson 5 song, um, either ABC or I Want You Back, but it was uh, scrambled up by Kyan Wayne West, Kanye West, um, and it was a good beat. I'm not going to stand here and deny that Kanye West made a good beat with the song of of um of H to the Izzo, B to the Ize. But he also went solo after that. Um you could say that he went solo on that ass, but he made an album called College Dropout. And I did not have this album, but I did hear some songs off of it. And let's just go it came out in nineteen in in two thousand and four. And actually, you know what, dude? This album is not the one I'm thinking of because it doesn't have the song. It has a bunch of songs on it that I don't really remember. But uh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of a different album by Cayenne West. Uh, The album I'm thinking of is probably... Is it, uh, maybe it's called Graduation. Yes, that's the album I'm thinking of. Yes, that's the album I'm thinking of. Okay, good. Um, okay. Kanye West did make one good album. He made the album called Graduation. I didn't have this album either, but I heard a few songs from it. And the, the one good song that he made was Good Life. 
I don't know if you ever heard this song, but it's actually pretty good. Is it the best song that was ever made? No. Is it as good as H? Is it as better than anything Jay Z ever did? Hell no. Cayenne West is not a good rapper, um, but it does have a couple of good songs called "Can't Tell Me Nothing," um, "Stronger," which actually "Stronger" is like not even his song. It's mostly robots. It's mostly the robots from Daft Punk doing it. Um, "Good Life," and I think that's it. Really, that's it. But for some reason. Everybody has been sucking off uh, Kanye West for like since then nonstop. They go on and on about how great he is. And they've been consistently doing that until like he, he, I guess like if you think about it, if you really think about it, the guy named the guy named Kanye West has been doing a lot of weird stuff. He um he became like he has some uh like con uh controversies. Let's go through them. First of all, first of all, he um first thing he ever did was he told that uh George Bush doesn't care about black people. And he said that in 2005, which was it really does predate the whole like woke era really so people thought that was cool and then he did also the second most important thing he ever did was uh that girl what's her name uh what the hell's that girl's name with the fucking she's like a country music singer she's uh she what the hell's that girl's name this is the second most important thing that he ever did. First most important thing that he ever did was he said that George Bush doesn't care about black people during Hurricane Katrina because I think George Bush was reading like a kid's book the, the day that Katrina happened. He was caught like in a kindergarten wearing like uh, like wearing a dunce cap where reading like a baby book to like a, for to like kindergartners while fucking Katrina was like ripping the entire Louisiana into two completely different states. Um, But then the other thing that he did was fucking a, what's the, what is the guy? What is that girl's name? Anyway, there was this pretty blonde girl who is like at the time, like 16 years old. And she had like just written her first song ever. And Taylor Swift Thank you. I just remembered it. So when Taylor Swift was just like a little little girl, um, she actually started doing country music and she got an award. Uh, they were like giving her an award at like the at the MTV Music Awards, which is like a bullshit thing. But then Kanye West, he he was like trying to like get um, on Jay Z's good side, and he knew that Jay Z was actually married to. Beyonce and he was like trying to win favor because at the time like I said Jay-Z was really popular and he was something of a kingmaker and to get Jay-Z on your side really if you're playing the 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 Game of Thrones let's say in the music scene then that's like a good move so he calculatedly tried to tell so when when 
um, that little girl, she was like on stage and she was like, I never won an award before. I'm so happy. And then Kanye West, he stood up out of his chair and he said, he goes, fuck you, you stupid blonde whore. Your pussy probably stank. Uh, and you know who really has a pussy that doesn't stank? Jay-Z's wife, Beyonce, who, by the way, made the best album of all time. And he said that shit right to like right in front of the cameras. Uh, and people were like, that that's what that's Kanye West. But I thought he was the one who had that other song where um, it was just about the good life. But Kanye West's um, Kanye West would would have more problems after that because later on, later on, and like uh, like a couple years later, he would actually Kanye West would go on to to say that. Um, Slavery did not happen, which I actually had to go and look on Wikipedia, but it seems like actually it did. Um, and it's actually a very strange take because often you would think, and this is where this is why you can never judge a book by its cover, because you would think that you would think that especially, especially black people would think that, you know, we definitely want to make people remember that slavery did happen. I mean, listen, I'm half Jewish, right? Um, but I still, I'm like, I still make sure, I go out of my way to remind people that like, that the Holocaust is like a real thing that, um, you know, that is like a thing that I, I'm really glad that I was not there for, right? Because it's like if you're born Jewish, then well, you're you're born in this time period. But what if you were born in a different time period and born Jewish and then you're you, you fuck around and end up in the Holocaust, you know what I mean? Like you play your cards wrong and now now look what happened. You're in the Holocaust, right? And that's not going to be that's not a good situation. But then, so in any case, and then another really bad thing, and this, I don't want to make, th make this episode about, about all about how things Kanye West did, but Kanye West also, um, notably, he supported Donald Trump in the 2021 uh, presidential election, and Donald Trump did lose, but he, he was Donald Trump's running mate. So that's Donald Trump, by the way, he's, he's, he's not like the, he's not like the worst guy in the world, but he's also not cool. Like he's not, he's not that, he's not like original. Donald Trump is like, like he's corny, dude. Like, I don't understand why people like Donald Trump. He's, he's not really funny. I mean, I guess he's kind of funny but he's not cool though and also he it's like do you like that's the thing it's like i don't really vibe out with people who wear suits like that if you ever looked at donald trump and he wears his tie that it's sticking out below the the, the suit jacket 
And I just think that's a very, I don't, I don't mean to be a style snob, but it looks like you don't look put together. You look like a fat slob if you, if you are dressed like that. So, but um, in any case, yeah, but so anyways, but I, I, I got really lost off track. So Kanye West also now he hates the Jews because just like when he was trying to be trying to get in favor with Donald with um Jay-Z, now he's trying to like get in favor with Donald Trump by saying shit that only Donald Trump likes. And apparently Donald Trump doesn't like Jews. I think also something happened with like Donald Trump one time held a rally and it was like all these Nazis showed up and then he was just like Yo, 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 I didn't invite them, but on the but it kind of was like he kind of did. So now Kanye West is trying to be friends with that guy. Anyway, again, that it's kind of it's kind of a stupid story. I thought there was gonna be more there. Uh what can I say? I'm just trying to report the news. Um, so let's move on. Let's say what's happening with uh, the Ukraine war. What's happening in the Ukraine? So, Ukraine. It's also still going on and also still fighting against Russia. Russia um, and Ukraine. Here's the weird thing. Because both of those places objectively have extremely hot babes. I mean... If you're talking about anywhere in the age ranges of like 18 up through 35, both Ukraine and and Russian women, very hot. But then as they get older, they kind of fall apart. Both Ukrainian and Russian women kind of, and I'm not trying to disparage women, but I'm just also trying to... You know, I I unfortunately, as a as a human male, carry along with me the dreaded male gaze. But the dreaded male gaze also is an objective. There is some there is some objective truth to the male gaze, because one thing that we all have to acknowledge is that we all are going to completely fall apart and get old and die. And our youth is a temporary thing. And youth and beauty. um are signifiers of life. But we don't contain we don't we can't trap life like a drag like a like a medieval dragon who guards a uh, a cave full of gold. We can't um hold on to anything in this life. Uh especially our youth. It fleet it's it's fleeting. So um for instance, like um you know a lot of people uh, find people attractive, right? And it's not something intellectual. You just find what you find attractive, right? Um, and that's, as they say, love is love, right? Um, and the eye seeks, uh, the eye seeks what the, like what the heart wants, right? So the, um, so to find someone attractive is it's not uh, an intellectual thing. So if I am telling you that older Ukrainian 
and Russian women do get a little more busted. I'm not trying to shit on them. I'm just saying, I'm just sharing. I'm just, what I'm really doing is I'm trying to end the Ukraine-Russian war because I'm saying, why not settle your differences? You guys both, you know, you guys both have this great natural resources of these hot babes, right? Why can't you guys all just be appreciating, right, of the bounty of of all the hot babes that that inhabit your countries instead of trying to drop bombs on them? I think that's the stupidest thing. If I knew, if I knew that there was a country where there was a lot of, I mean, else I know it's kind of creepy. Like, like I'm gonna go to a country just to like, just to like try to get near the hot babes. Sounds a little creepy, but at the same time, like, you know, you got to shoot your shot. I'm not listen. I'm not going to either Ukraine or Russia to meet, um, to meet women. That's not something, especially now during a war. Nor would I. I don't even want to fucking fly in planes nowadays, like especially because of COVID. But like my old job, I had to fly in planes all the time. Listen, as long as the, um, you know, as long as, uh, you know, I, as long as I can still like uh, look online at naked women that happen to be Ukrainian or Russian, if that's if that economy is still afloat, then you know I can continue having my. Uh, a deluded opinion about this but what i'm saying is you know this war is i'm saying that you know this war is stupid and i don't really i don't really have any more to say about that let's move on that was that was really i i don't even i'm not even gonna put on spencer fulton's baird's voice to scold me about the nonsense that i've been spewing this episode um but what's good is we're really coming close to the end of the episode because we are up to 50 minutes. And I know whenever I see the 50 minutes, then I know that we are in the home stretch. Okay. Okay. So, okay, let's see what's happening. I'm just, I'm just scrubbing through the news and I'm just going to really, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a speed round. Okay. Um, Apple, Release a new iPad OS. Who I'm gonna say, fuck the fuck iPads. And they're actually, you know what? I kind of like the iPad. I'm using an iPad to make the the sound, so it's actually, you know what? iPad. That's cool. Okay. Um. Then a guy named Leslie Jordan, who was an actor on Will and Grace, and he was a queer icon. He died uh, in at 67 after a crash in Hollywood. Now, apparently, this guy, Leslie Jordan, he was... um, I never saw this guy. I do not know who he is. He looks like a a cute old man. Um, But, you know, he was uh, driving, and, um, and and he is a biter. Because he was, he just crashed his car in a fiery blaze, not unlike actress Anne Hesh, another who was also a queer icon and also, I think, on Will and Grace as well, who literally just crashed her car and died in a fiery blaze. 
So, what the fuck, dude? I'm sorry. Am I sad about Leslie Jordan? I'm just happy it wasn't Leslie Jones, a comedian with a similar name to Leslie Jordan. Um, I don't know that Leslie Jones is a queer icon. I don't think she is. But I don't know. I do not know who Leslie Jordan is. But he does seem like a cute old man. But I think that by dying in such a bitery ass way, you sort of. I don't think that that's. I don't think that that's cool, dude. I think that why can't people? Why are why are we living in such unoriginal times where, you know, somebody just. Somebody just dies the other day by crashing their car. I think Anne Hash crashed her car into like a house. And then and then her car exploded and she boiled upon impact. But this guy crashed his car into the side of a building. And I think he just was declared dead on the scene. Um, But he was not boiled by the fire. So... It's not clear if he was killed in the crash or if he had if he died and then the he just let let the car spin out because he that that like is seems maybe a night a better way to go than cra- crashing your car and feeling the impact and having your head bonk bonk you out on the steering wheel that sounds terrible especially like if it Let's say you bonk your head, but the steering wheel hits you in the eyes and it cuts the top of your head in half. That would be terrible. And that's the way you go out. I think it's much better to maybe have a heart attack in the car and then you, you, know, you get the angel wings and you flap away from your body. Your soul leaves body and like in the um, death cab for cutie style death and then you your body crashes into the wall into the building the steering wheel chops your head off but jokes on them you already left your body you're de- you're already you already got a one way ticket to heaven right so that seems like a better way to do it um anyway rest in peace uh Leslie Jordan I probably will not check out his wor- life's work. He, I don't know. I feel like I should have already been, if I was going to be into his stuff, then I would have known. He was in Will and Grace, a show I never watched. And then American Horror Story, not a comedy. Why would I watch that? And then he made uplifting Instagram videos. Okay, wait a minute. Now I fucking actually might... Um, feel empathy with Leslie Jordan, the actor, comedian, musician. Because if there's one thing that I tried to do during the pandemic, it was make videos that would uplift people's spirits. You know, just trying to put something out into the world that had a positive vibe. You know, like not, not say, like not doing something like me you know like the rest of the world was like constantly caring about stupid shit and i just wanted to make people laugh you know and if this 
Leslie Jordan guy did that during the pandemic too, then you know what? I take it back. I'm sorry that you died. And I hope you did it with like getting a heart attack before you crashed into the wall. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, it's been a great episode. I appreciate you all sticking around if you did. Um, I'll see you next week and it'll be Halloween episode. <laughs>